If you're a founder, business owner, or someone who's trying to figure it out and you've ever felt frustrated, frantic, or unfulfilled, then you're in the right place. My name is Tara Payton. I'm a marketing strategist and consultant who's worked with hundreds of founders. And I am here to tell you there is a space for you to center yourself, get focused, experience fulfillment, and live in flow because you deserve it. I am here to walk you through the phases of life and business most won't, and we will own each stage together. Sometimes I'll be joined by other founders, friends, and special guests who are willing to share the highs and lows of their journey and have since found their own flow. Welcome to Found the Flow. Now let's get you to step into yours. So welcome back to the second part of this series where we are talking about the founder identities. And on the last part of the series, we talked about the frantic founder. And so that is the founder that is actually doing everything in their business. They, um, their sales are inconsistent, but they're not profitable, right? And so the frustrated founder is a little different. So the frustrated founder, they may have some people that are working for them. They may have some people on their team, but, and they may have a marketing strategy as well that they've been working, that they've been using, that they have been getting some um, sales through. But at some point that strategy stops working and the team stops producing. And so the founder becomes frustrated because they're no longer getting results. Their revenue is become stuck or it's even starting to decline and they're not really sure why, right? And so they're sitting there in this frustration trying to figure out why they have these people on their team that are supposed to be experts at what they do and good at what they do, but they're not getting results. Now, some of the reasons that this may actually be happening is because you as the frustrated founder in the midst of not getting results, you start to micromanage the people that you have on your team. So you're looking over their shoulder, you're looking at their work, you don't really have trust in what they're doing and what they're producing. And you start to feel and you start to believe that you need to do everything on your own right? You don't feel like the people can produce, so you start to create. And what that ha- what that causes you to do is you're spending more than five hours per week on marketing, right? Now, you may be sitting here thinking, well, how can I get a handle on this? Why is the team not producing? And to be realistic, the answer might be you. So, Um, You know, you might be killing the vibe with the team. You might just be killing the vibe with the team and killing the whole vibe within the organization that you've built. And I understand the frustration and in frustration sometimes we start to change things up. We start to do things differently or try to do a bunch of things differently because we really are not sure what is happening and what is taking place. So at this stage, again, you feel like you just need to do everything yourself. So you step back almost into the frantic founder phase where you start to do things on your own, right? You're no longer delegating. You're no longer using your team effectively. Um, You essentially have people on payroll that you are paying to do things and they're not getting it done because you're doing it yourself. So you feel like having a team is a waste of time and a waste of money and you just feel like you want to fire everyone and just get rid of everyone. And you feel like, you need to see everything that your team does before it goes out, right? And this is also a part of the reason why you're spending more than five hours per week on marketing activities. Now, 
when you think about how to get out of this, right? Again, I said the frustrated founder, you may be frustrated because the problem may actually lie with you. It could lie within your marketing strategy that may need some tweaks, um, or it could actually lie within your team. So in order to assess this, I really want you to first look at what systems do you have in place? And when I talk about systems, Systems are so important for you when you have a team. They're so important for you to have in place because if you're hiring people and there are no systems, you're just creating chaos within the organization. So make sure that you have some systems set up that your team members can go through and flow through and that you are removing yourself by setting up these systems to have to touch everything. Hey, if you want to figure out how to go from being a frantic founder to a founder in the flow, then you better go ahead and get on my email list. Take the quiz to find out where you are currently in the founder's journey, how it impacts your marketing, and I'll send you information straight to your inbox that is known to get you in flow, keep you in flow, and get consistent customers and cash flow coming to your company. So go ahead and take the quiz. It's linked in the show notes, and I will see you next time. It's also time to stop thinking that you need to be doing everything in your business. You had the right mind and you were in the right mind to hire people, to bring them on to help you. So let's figure out a way for you to actually leverage them so that they can help you, right? The first part, the systems definitely helps with that. But I also want you to just approach your team members as if they are people right? Sometimes we get lost in, um, you know, these big roles. Of course, you're a founder, you're a CEO, you're a boss, etc. right? Kind of remove yourself from the title and bring yourself down a bit and meet your people at the level that they are at and kind of just be on the same level, right? You don't necessarily need a hierarchy in your organization. And that can minimize the micromanaging, the feelings of not um, trusting your team members. And I can guarantee you this, if you don't trust your team members, they don't trust you either. So it is a reciprocal relationship and people feel and they are intuitive in that way, right? And you want to make sure that you're doing this because if not, you're going to have a lot of turnover and you're not going to have the people that you need to support you. Um, Now, the longer that you hold on to the belief that you have to do things yourself because that's the only way that they're going to get done right, you are going to continue to be the bottleneck in your business. And I wanna tell you a story about a founder that I know. Um, She built a successful business on her own. She built it to multiple six figures and she got to a place where she was really trying to figure out why was her sales not growing anymore? Why had they plateaued, right? She was really frustrated. She didn't know what was going on. She had a few team members and assistants. She had a marketing manager um, and she had some other people that were supporting her, some other contractors supporting her. And what she started to do was she started to set up these check-ins with her team, right? On top of the weekly meetings that they were already having. And these check-ins with her team, she came off very condescending. She was asking questions of her team members that they had already provided answers to. And her team felt that they could not trust, that she did not trust them and that they did not, they in turn started to not trust her. So 
they started to leave and she had a lot of turnover and she couldn't figure out why she was having all of this turnover. Meanwhile, she's still dealing with the issue of her sales not really growing and being stuck in a plateau. And so that was really because when she had her, her come to Jesus moment and she really sat and reflected and said, I've gone through six or seven social media managers at this time, marketing managers, contractors. Why do I keep cycling through all these people? She had to really realize that it was her, right? And when she sat in that and she got to that reflection point and she started to really do the work to figure out how could she be a better leader and she started to hire people and she started to put her trust in them because she had the systems that she could actually put in place to allow them to operate in their flow, to allow them to create for her and for her company and be responsible for what she hired them to be responsible for, for marketing, whatever that was that she hired them for. And she kind of removed herself from the process and gave her team autonomy to make decisions. She was no longer spending five hours a week on marketing. Her team was handling everything for her, right? And she was able to move into the next stage of the founder identities. So I share that story with you because if you are someone who has people on your team or you're cycling through people on your team or you feel like you need to fire people, sometimes before you get to that step, you gotta really reflect and look internally at yourself to see how are you contributing to the results that your business is producing and to the results that your team members may not be producing. So that is the frustrated founder We've talked about the frantic founder in phase one. We've talked about the frustrated founder in phase two. On the next part of this series, we're going to be talking about the unfulfilled founder. And we're going to be talking about what that looks like. Now, again, if you would like to figure out what your founder identity is, there is a link in the show notes where you can take the quiz to figure out who you are as a founder or where you are along that journey of evolution of founders and get a more in-depth breakdown of the founder identity as well as how you can actually move to the next phase or even skip a couple levels. All right. So I will see you on the next part of this series and y'all have a good and blessed day, night, evening, wherever you are when you're listening and watching to this. Now that's a wrap for this week's episode of Found the Flow. I sincerely hope you feel more aligned regardless where you are on this journey. I've centered this show around my hopes that you find a safe space as you navigate your growth. Make sure to share this on your favorite social platform. Tag me while you're figuring out what being in flow means to you and share this with your people because you really never know who can get something from the message. Until next week, may you find the flow.